All right. Welcome to Blue Brothers 2. This time it's personal. The podcast with uh, myself, Caleb, and Brandon as well. I know it's probably weird hearing me talk, but uh, we're taking turns now. Yay. Yay for sharing. So um, since uh, we're not doing sports episodes, uh, Brandon and I are going to be doing different parts. Brandon will be bringing you hosting the movie review episodes, and I'll be doing all the other stuff. And we're we're getting close. We're getting close to a new name, so that'll <laughs> probably come soon. We had a it's funny been like kind of a daunting task, I guess. You know, just yeah. trying to find something that you know sounds good. And we want to stick with and something that kind of encapsulates what we do. Yeah. Oh, you know what I realized that we haven't really talked about that we've kind of said that we might talk about, <gasps> but. We haven't talked about food. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we really haven't. Yeah, because we can we kind of mentioned at one point. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not going to be a focal point. But I mean, this was going to be kind of a catch-all podcast, mainly entertainment. But we have uh, discussed things around uh, potential food topics. So maybe that will be coming soon. But yeah. So we're for right now. We're still uh, Blue Bros Two. And even when we finalize a new name, we will operate under Blue Bros 2 for a transition period so that people still know where to find us, how to find us and everything. And then we'll transition over to that when it is ready, probably sometime in the next month or two. I would imagine that would be a decent time frame. So, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we always start things off with what have you been watching? So, Brandon, you go first. Wow, um, man, I've just been watching. You know, I've been watching New Girl still. Um, oh yeah. You know, slowly but surely, I've been watching a lot of Big Bang Theory too because I have the TBS app on my Apple TV. Nice. Uh, just like random episodes that they put on there, so nothing like in order or anything. Um, and tonight I was watching. Uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. You ever watch that Gordon Ramsay show? Uh, it's been a while, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That they put that on Tubi not, not too long ago. So we've been watching some of that. Um, I mean, other than that, um, nothing really all too new, I guess. How about you? Uh, well, I realize I remembered one thing that I forgot to bring up uh, that I had watched over the past month or so last week. So I didn't watch this in the in the past seven days, um, but I finally watched it, Brandon. And I know you're going to be so excited when I say this. I watched Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you think? Um, I thought it was interesting. It was definitely something new that I hadn't seen before. I mean, I already kind of knew a little bit about it. I mean, I feel like everybody knew a little bit from the preview, but um, it uh, it confused me a little bit. And I, I get a little bit of the attention that it got, but it mm-hmm. definitely did kind of blow up more than, or got a little bit more hype than, maybe did it justice oh definitely i think so um 
I know, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I know I told you about it, but really what it reminded me of was The Happening. Okay. Which is hilarious because everybody crapped on that movie. Yeah. And everybody seemed to love Bird Box. And to me, it was like a mixture of The Happening and um, A Quiet Place. Okay. Now, I will say this. So if anybody who has not seen Bird Box that has any interest, I mean, gosh, I don't even know when it came out. It's been years now. Um, plug your ears for a minute. But the thing that was weird for me was I was just like, I mean, I know I know you don't always get answers and need answers, essentially, but it's just kind of like they those things couldn't go indoors. Yeah. Which I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, and then also the difference between who gets affected in what way I was kind of like, that's doesn't make entire sense either. But I mean, again, it kind of doesn't have to, but those were, those were kind of the two glaring things to me where I was just like, what are these things that they're, you know, anywhere and everywhere. And like, I feel like they could fly because you can see them out of a second story window up in the air. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, very, very, very weird. And not a lot of explanation. Um, kind of some weird rules, I guess, within the universe. Um, while you were saying that, a random movie popped in my head. I I think you saw it, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, Darkness Falls. Oh, yeah. Do you remember <laughs> that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the killer tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> That, I feel like, was maybe one of the first horror movies I saw in theater. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. But anyway, so I saw that. That was kind of like the big one. Um, I technically kind of finished Cheers. I saw the last... I, I got to see the end and know what happened and things like that, even though I've missed... Probably I'd have to say I missed at least a quarter of the show between episodes I missed that my wife was watching. Yeah. Um, but then outside of that, I've just been watching like stand up and uh, on Netflix, which some of them are pretty good. Uh, names aren't really coming to mind right away. But there's an interesting thing that I found that I'm a little bit disappointed in. Um, do you know who Brian Regan, the comedian? Brian yeah. Regan is? Okay. Mm-hmm. He has some kind of Netflix show. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Um, we've only watched two episodes. And Brian Regan is one of my favorite comedians. Uh, one of my friends had one of his CDs when I was in high school. And we used to listen to all the time because, yeah, I mean, he just did a fantastic job. But the show is where he does a little bit of stand-up. But then he also kind of shows some clips that he's created. Okay. And it's it's okay, but it's just not it's it's not great. So it's a little bit of a bummer because I was I kind of got my hopes up about that because I've always enjoyed his stuff. So and again, not saying that I don't enjoy it, but it's just not quote unquote great. Yeah, not what you really hyped it up in your mind is. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, more Brian Regan content, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so uh well we will keep moving forward because that takes us then to did you know 
Wah. It's Brandon's turn. That's the <laughs> that's the part of that uh, sound part that always sticks out to me is that trumpet. Done. <clears throat> Done. Yeah. So this week it's Brandon. So Brandon, what amazing information have you brought us? Did you know that there are three hundred and thirty-six dimples on a golf ball? I probably have heard that number at some point, but I never would have been able to tell you the answer. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I'm like, man, that's a lot. Yeah. What well, uh, have they ever like changed that? I'm not sure. Like, do they ever like? I mean, what impact would it have if the dimples were a little bit bigger, right, or a little bit smaller? Yeah. Science, man. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So no, that would that's definitely one that could come up. I could see if there was uh, some sort of trivia. Yeah, just science putting in the man hours. Yes, somebody results you need, like putting liquid paper on a bee. Now, now I'm seeing like imagining uh, some guy sitting there with a sharpie and putting a dot and slowly counting every dimple. That's his job. He just checks every single golf ball that goes through Callaway's <laughs> warehouse. Oh my gosh. Uh, quality check. All right. Well, uh, so this is a non movie review week. And so we will go ahead and jump into our topic. Okay. All right. So the topic today, um, in lieu of the recent news and the shocking news of Kobe Bryant's passing uh, with his daughter and everybody else then who was on the helicopter, uh, we decided to, because uh, it was kind of at the forefront of our mind, just talking about early and unexpected uh, celebrity passings um, during our lifetime and you know some of some of them if we remember them well enough on like where we were uh, the thought thoughts behind learning about it and the impact and everything uh, I have a feeling that you're probably gonna have maybe more or more of a reaction than I am just because for people who don't know, I feel like I've talked about this a couple of times, but I didn't really grow up with TV. And for all you young whippersnappers out there <laughs> um, who are too young to realize this, we didn't have the Internet growing up. <laughs> so we didn't know about everything in an instant. So I didn't learn. And on top of that, I was homeschooled for a period of time. So school was the avenue of me learning about news and things of that nature. Because mm -hmm. um, we didn't, uh, I know you could get local some local stations and things like that, but we didn't really watch the news at our house that much. Um, so yeah, so some of my um, reactions and thoughts behind these are going to be kind of interesting. But uh, if, I'm, if you're up for it, I'm going to start with you, Brandon, if you want to kind of, I don't know if you kind of want to go from the biggest ones or go and 
chronological order or what with your list? But. Well, I didn't really make any in chronological order. Um, well, I guess I can, you know, before I get in the ones that kind of shocked me, um, I can get into a couple that were big in our lifetime mm-hmm. that, you know, we were probably maybe a little too young to fully realize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the three that I'm thinking of all come from the music industry. Okay, I um, think I know. Probably the biggest one was Kurt Cobain's suicide. Yeah. No, um, he's on my I, list. Rem- I remember when it happened because my parents used to watch the news all the time. You know, they still watch the news every single night. But um, I remember as a kid seeing it on the news, like them talking about it. I, d- I didn't know who he was. Um, and then (laughs) I'm pretty sure you could probably guess the other two because they they are related Um, and that's the deaths of Tupac Shakur Mm -hmm. and uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac I remember a little bit more Um, I remember seeing that on the news and everything and you know I didn't really know who he was I wasn't into rap at the time you know I was like probably in gosh fourth grade or something yeah um and funny the one thing i remember about notorious big passing away is that one morning i got up to get ready for school and i got a shower and everything came down and i was eating breakfast and my mom asked me if i knew who he was (laughs) she's like do you know you ever hear of of notorious big or vicky spalls or whatever his name is (laughs) no not really she's like oh well apparently he's a rapper and he was killed the other night oh man that, it's, i it's feel all like over the news and i'm like oh, i don't know who that is <laughs> i feel like that would be such kind of a awkward conversation yeah you, you know these rap people in these <laughs> music circles well it's a typical um mom to son conversation i guess <laughs> that was in 1997 yeah uh, uh the the uh, one that I wasn't sure if you're going to bring up, I mean, we weren't, we weren't going to know this, but during our lifetime, uh, Freddie Mercury died in 91. Yeah. So I didn't know if you were going to just bring that up from our appreciation for Queen and all that, but yeah, I mean, in 1991, I was like in first grade. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> so wasn't... I probably had no idea who Queen even was at the time. Um, wasn't let quite... alone Freddie. Yeah, wasn't quite rocking out or watching the horror movies yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mentioned Kurt Cobain, too. Well, he passed away in 1994. So, you know, obviously we were both too young to really mm-hmm. realize that. Um, but I do remember, I remember it being a big deal and people talking about it on the news and all that. And uh, Tupac died in 96. So, yeah, I knew. Um... It was like nine then, I believe. I remember hearing about Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. in middle school. So it was a couple of years after it happened. Because, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't really know about Didn't know, really know about the news. I wasn't listening to that stuff at that age. So, mm. yeah. Um, one I'm going to throw. Well, I'll let, you, I'll let you keep going because you might say this one. but <laughs> Okay. Um I guess the first one that I really remember and like feeling bad about 
was uh and we talked about the, him earlier today just kind of texting each other is chris farley yeah um that was also another death in 1997 uh, i was right in december so you know at that time i mean i was 11 mm-hmm. and i think I, I i have seen tommy boy by that time uh, i remember renting it with my dad and my brother because my brother was a big snl fan at the time so you know i was aware of chris farley and you know i saw his saw some of the stuff on saturday night live and um you know some other stuff he did on tv and then obviously like i mentioned tommy boy so you know that just kind of surprised me and i mean he was so funny oh yeah and uh you know just a larger in life personality just a big funny goofy guy and just you know, hearing that he passed away, it was it was pretty sad, and just you know, knowing, man, he's never gonna make any more movies with with David Spade, and as I can do any more stuff on Saturday Night Live, and it, I just remember feeling feeling bad that you know his his career was over, his life was over, and just um, you know, it's just a guy that had a lot of potential for even like more greatness in his life, and it yeah. just cut short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Um, I didn't really watch uh, movies newly released, so I was kind of you know a year or two behind on watching those kind of movies. Mm. And then they really kind of blew up for me when I kind of had my circle of friends. Middle school, maybe it was high school, um, but we watched a ton of those movies. You know, like uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley movies, and that I didn't know that he had died until probably like. 99 maybe 2000 Mm -hmm. or something like that and it was just uh and it was a huge letdown for uh, i mean you know i mean it was unfortunate and everything but for me at that time it was like a letdown because you know enjoyed those movies so much and that's part of why i remember with my um my friends at that time and then it's just like we're not going to be able to enjoy his movies anymore because you know i mean there aren't going to be any more that come out Mm mm-hmm so, uh, real quick before uh, maybe you go to the next one, one that I wanted to mention just because now this, again, like I said, I can't remember when we got uh, cable, satellite, and that whole thing, but one that totally stood out to me, and it's not so much, you know, I knew where I was when I heard it because, frankly, I didn't really know the person. I mean, I knew of their status and everything, but yeah. just because it was so huge and it was on everywhere, you would go out, it'd be on TV uh, anywhere you went. And that was Princess Diana. Yeah. Like there was there was no impact on me, but I just remember that was like seared into my memory because I mean, you know, it's a little it was a little different because it's just like, you know, I didn't see it at home on TV. My parents don't really follow that kind of stuff. I mean, they knew and they maybe talked about it, but they didn't talk about it with us. But then I remember going out and, you know, you're in the stores, they have TVs on. It was just like everywhere. And I was just like, what is this? And I didn't pay, I was kind of young enough that I didn't pay attention to like what the story really was and why it was a big deal other than then she was royalty. So, mm-hmm. but did you have any uh, specific kind of memories from when that happened and that was like all over the news? No, I remember that too. I remember when she was still alive and like they always talked about her on the news. 
mm-hmm. anything she was doing, you know, the the divorce she had from Prince Charles and um, obviously her boys and just how the paparazzi was always following her around. And then the car accident and, you know, her passing. I just, I remember that, like you said, being all over the place and not even just news outlets, just, you know, like late night talk show hosts and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, releasing statements or like saying something on their shows, you know, or, you know, or too, like when you're watching a TV show and then like a black screen will come up and it will say like in memory of. Oh, yeah kind of thing um yeah it was obviously a huge deal not even just in the uk but just all over the world yeah for all the all the things she did um you know for the less fortunate and um just being like a, I guess like a you know part of the royal family kind of a status symbol not just you know in the uk but all over the world yeah. Uh, kind of, we're kind of going in a little bit of a chronological order here. I know who would be next for you chronologically. <laughs> yeah, who's that? Phil Hartman. Um, he actually wasn't on my list. Um, that was a shocking, shocking death, just because of everything that went into it. Um, you know, his wife having. You know, some some mental issues, some you know personal problems that you know led to his murder and her suicide. Um, you know, obviously, very sad story, and just how talented Phil Hartman was, not only just with with acting and comedy, but also with like voiceover work and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, voiceovers for commercials, all the characters he played on The Simpsons, and, you know, kind of like, in honor of him, The Simpsons have never had any of his characters on the show again after he passed away. Oh, okay, I didn't realize Just that. because, you know, like, he was such a big part of the show, and they just didn't feel right you know, maybe having somebody else do the voice or just showing them again. Um, yeah, and it, you know, news radio was such a huge show at the time, and he was one of the main characters on that, and I just remember that impacting the show a lot. And, you know, it didn't last too much longer after, after Phil Hartman passed away. Yeah, I didn't. Phil Hartman was one that I didn't know for a long time. Like, I didn't really know his movies around that time and everything. I mean, I saw him in in some stuff. But I didn't. I didn't realize about his passing until much later. So that that wasn't so much one for me. But uh, I'll take a quick opportunity to mention two quick ones. Just I remember them. Um, one of them I remember specifically where I was when I heard it, um, and then the other one was just kind of like. I've heard about it and it was a huge deal because of my environment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one was when Dale Earnhardt died. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a huge thing. I'm not, I'm not into NASCAR at all. Um, I went to a s- relatively small, not quite as small school as you did, Brandon, but relatively small rural school. And, um, 
you know, NASCAR can be kind of popular with some people that uh, go to those schools. Uh, some of the farm kids and everything I remember were really into it. And I just remember it being kind of a big thing in school. And I remember seeing it uh, a little bit on the news, whether it was like at my house at that time, finally, or at a friend's house. Um, but the other one, and this one I specifically remember, um, I was at school and I remember being in the main hallway of the school when I heard this and I didn't really know him super well, but I mean, I knew his music, um, well, and I've appreciated him more since his passing. Um, but Johnny Cash, when he died, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so those were two that I learned about through school. And again, Johnny Cash, country music, pretty popular with. The students in my area and everything, and I liked some of his stuff, but I'm not a huge country fan, so I kind of like pick and choose uh, the songs and everything of his that I've listened to. But uh, since then, I've listened to a lot. So did any of those kind of stick out? Did either of those stick out to you, or do you remember when those happened? Um, yeah, I remember um, when both of them happened. Uh, with Johnny Cash, my dad was always a, was always a, a big fan of Johnny Cash, and uh, a lot of times I would, you know, he'd, he'd listen to him in his truck or whatever when I was riding with him. So, you know, I was, I was aware of who Johnny Cash was. And, um, yeah, I mean, his health was declining by that time. So, you yeah. know, it wasn't like a huge shock to everybody. It was just one of those, you know, a well-beloved uh, musician that passes away and has that impact on people. Mm-hmm. Um and as far as Dale Earnhardt, that's that's like another, that's like a completely different scenario because Dale Earnhardt died on TV. Yeah, yeah. Racing at yeah at the um, Daytona 500. So I was watching that race. Um, you know, back at that time, I was still kind of into NASCAR. You know, I thought cars were cool and everything. Uh, um, you know, in that early teens age. Um, you were playing with them on the floor going vroom, vroom. <laughs> Probably I had like <laughs> little NASCARs and stuff at the time. Um, but yeah, I remember watching that and like, man, still to this day, like you see any footage of that wreck and it doesn't look like anything too serious. Like you've seen all these crazy wrecks where cars are flipping and spinning and everything. And, you know, Earnhardt, he just got, he spun out and then he hit the wall and that was really it. And mm. just the impact from that is what, you know, what took his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, oh, I was going to say something else with it. Uh, oh, Johnny Cash wasn't so much. Uh, I know most of these are kind of like early unexpected. Johnny Cash was, I mentioned that one just more so because it was kind of a, uh, a bigger response, I would guess, kind of. Like just in my circle, that that's one that stuck out to me just because like everyone around me made a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't really so much like he died young or unexpectedly, uh, like you were saying, because his health was declining. But that was just kind of one that stood out to me because of um, how much it was talked about. So I felt like mentioning right. that one. Well, what else you got? Um, I got a few from the world of wrestling just because. You know, with professional wrestlers, they have been known like to pass away at relatively young ages. Um, you know, most guys, it seems like they only make it to like their 50s or 60s if they're lucky. And then you have your few anomalies like 
you know, Ric Flair, who's, you know, reached 70, um, you know, he's, he's still alive. Uh, he had a health scare last year or two years ago or something like that, where he was in really bad shape and he ended up pulling through. But, uh, man, there's, there was a whole slew of them there for a while. Um, Eddie Guerrero was a, was a big one. Um, Eddie wasn't even 40 years old when he passed away. Uh, he had a, um, basically like his heart just gave out on him after all the years of, you know, steroids and, you know, he had, he had a prescription drug problem for a while. Um, that one was kind of surprising because it was just like, he was an active wrestler at the time. Mm. He was only 38 years old. He was still in WWE and like you watch him say, like I watched him on Thursday night on SmackDown and it was literally like a few days later that he passed away. Wow. That was just crazy to think about. Um, and probably, probably the most shocking wrestler death that I remember. And mostly because of how it all went down and everything that went into it was Chris Benoit. I don't know if you remember when that happened. Uh, no, but it was in like 2007, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, he was 40 years old and you know, there's a whole bunch of things that went down with it that he missed. Like he called his friend and told him he missed his flight and that he wasn't going to be able to, to make it for the show that they were doing. And like his, his friend was actually Eddie Guerrero's nephew. Um, that he knew that something wasn't right. Something was going on. And what happened was that, um, Chris Benoit, like he ended up murdering his wife and his son in his house and then ended up taking his own life after that. And no one really quite knows why. Um, his father like donated his brain to research, like concussion research. Hmm. And when they did like all the tests on it and everything, you know, Chris was only 40 years old, but the, they said that he had the brain of an 85 year old Alzheimer's patient. Wow from all the, like the repeated concussions he had throughout his career. Cause he wrestled for like 20 some years. Ugh. I yeah. do remember that a little bit. Now you telling the story, I'm definitely mm-hmm. not in the wrestling community uh, like you have been, but I, one of my friends really was. Um, and that was after high school for me when that happened, but I still uh, saw him and hung around with him and I don't know if, but I do remember hearing about that. Yeah, and the craziest thing about it, and I, what I felt so bad for WWE with, was so this happened like over a weekend, and no one really knew what was going on. It didn't get announced that that Chris passed away until like Sunday night or Monday morning, and there was no other info on it. So, you know, they have Monday Night Raw. So Vince McMahon's hands were kind of tied with the situation. So it's like we can't ignore it because everybody knows about it. And, you know, they didn't know that, like, Chris did all that. They just knew that he was passed away and his wife and his son passed away. So they they dedicated the whole show to him and his family. And they, you know, not many of the guys wrestled. It was just people, like, sharing their feelings and, like, memories of them and all that. So, you know, they dedicated the show to the guy. And then, 
you know, rumors are that it was like halfway through the show that they found out how everything went down mm-hmm. and that he was the one that murdered them. So there was like, what do you do? You can't like just stop and tell everybody what's going on. Yeah. It's like, but to keep going through with it is so they, you know, they just went through with everything and then issued a, an apology after the news came out and everything. And then they got a bunch of grief for that. And I was just like, what, what did you expect them to do? Yeah. Like, that was a really like ridiculously tough situation. I, well, I could even understand though, if they kind of just simply said that's to, well, I mean, of course they're going to say to him and his family, but I mean like, you know, yeah, I don't know that that is tough because it's not completely inappropriate, but yeah, definitely a big, uh, uh, tough situation. So, mm-hmm. I did not hear all that. But did you have any other wrestling ones or? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Um, you know, before Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, there was Owen Hart who, you know, passed away live on pay-per-view he was supposed to be coming down from the rafters on a harness and like his harness gave way and he landed on the ring post on his chest from like a big fall and um that was in like 1999 98 oh my gosh so people watching at home basically saw you know him coming down and then all of a sudden the screen went black. And then when it came back, they they cut to the announcers at ringside and they explained what happened. Like there was an accident and he was being rushed to the hospital. Um, uh, and then it's like on the way to the hospital, he passed away just, you know, cause he landed on his chest on a ring post from like, he dropped like 50 feet or something ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So basically he passed away like live on pay-per-view wow. and they, they continued with the show which was another like situation where people were given you know wwe grief for it and yeah it just it, well, it's kind of like i kind of understand both sides like um, a guy just passed away everybody knew about it um and then like the rest of these guys have to come out and wrestle yeah but you know at the same time it's like kind of a long-standing thing in wrestling like you know the show must go on kind of thing yeah and you gotta imagine too that i would probably say at least nine times out of ten those guys would want like just like you said the show must go on like they would want the show to go on oh yeah like every single wrestler that's like in that you know makes it that far they're completely bought into the lifestyle and how things are ran yeah Um, yeah, that was probably one of the craziest moments, uh, you know, in wrestling because you know the announcers had to go through with explaining what happened, and then later on they had to explain that he did pass away. Hmm. And um, yeah, they had to go on with the show and everything. Uh, yeah, that was like one of the like the first big ones I remember. Um, you know, and there was a few other ones too. The the day the Macho Man Randy Savage died, that was kind of surprising. Um, I think he, I think what happened is he had a heart attack when he was driving. And he lost control of his car and he crashed. Um, 
And you know, he wasn't super old either. He was in his, I think he was in his late fifties, early sixties. Okay. Uh, that was kind of sudden. Um, and the last wrestler one I have that I was talking to you today about was the ultimate warrior. Um, few years ago he was inducted into the wwe hall of fame and they do that on wrestlemania weekend um so like wrestlemania is on a sunday and then uh, you know the the hall of fame they do on saturday night so they had like the whole festivities you know he came out and gave a speech his acceptance speech um it was in 2014 by the way So he had his acceptance speech for the Hall of Fame, then he came out in WrestleMania, and they had like all the guys come out, and everybody cheers for him, and and all that. And, and then on Monday Night Raw, he came out, and he gave like this long speech in the ring, and like thanking all the fans for all the memories, and you know we couldn't have done it without everybody's support, and um, he like thanked the WWE for giving him a chance, and. Uh, Basically, like, burying any hatchets he had with Vince McMahon and the company and all that. And then it was probably, like, a 10-minute a speech. Oh, wow. And, you know, it was all emotional and everything. And then, like, the next morning, news came out that he passed away, like, that morning, on Tuesday morning. Mm. So he, he came out, and he was all perfectly fine, you know, giving a speech and all that. And then, yeah, he passed away the next morning and that just like blew my mind because i remember watching that on tv yeah hmm. but are there any other deaths that you know surprised you happened too soon or whatever yeah i got a few uh some smaller some bigger um just a few um kind of going through the memories here uh but in 2006 steve Irwin died mm-hmm uh, I, I just remember kind of the surprise with that, where it was just like, you know, I mean, one just one of the what seemed to be like the nicest guys ever um, died doing the thing they loved in a crazy accident and whatever um, with that uh, Stingray incident. And so I just remember that one that was... Um, Man, I'm trying to remember. I don't know what time of year it was. But I do remember that just kind of being a big thing. Because, I mean, like, everybody our age, I mean, we all knew him. I mean, anybody during that time period knew him. Yeah. I mean, everybody remembers watching him at some point in time, whether they watched him on a regular basis or just remember watching some of his shows and his uh, um, energetic personality and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so going, I, I had this long list, uh, and in chronological order. And then I kind of like highlighted the ones where I was just like, yeah, this was a bigger one for me. Uh, but another, uh, the next one moving down the timeline would then be Heath Ledger. Oh yeah. That was 2008. And I just remember that was like, you know, a big deal. Cause he died. Oh my gosh. I need to probably confirm this, but he died before the movie came out. Didn't he? Yeah, I think they were still like finishing the movie when yeah. he passed away. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember just like all the hype that was going in when the movie came out and like his final performance and everybody saying like wow, he just he did an amazing job as the Joker. 
you know, when this is released to the public, everybody's going to really love it. It's like a great swan song for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, he was, he was amazing in that movie. It was, it was by far his best acting job and really a guy who was like really underrated. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad that he didn't get the recognition that he deserved until he passed away. Yeah. And he, um, and then the whole thing surrounding it with him, um, Oh gosh, I can't remember what specifically wound up happening, but he he overdosed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like surrounding that, and then people talking about the the mental toll the role of the Joker took on him and everything, and so that a- added to kind of like the urban legend of the the role he was going to be playing before the movie came out, and yeah, just just the transformation then they took on was uh, that that's kind of a big one combining him just as a person and and an actor, but then also how it fit with that role at that time. So, um, another one. Now this one's kind of interesting because I've, I don't know all these other ones that kind of happened. I wasn't, I, I don't know how to say, I wasn't really emotionally invested in like they didn't, I mean, yeah, they were sad, you know, uh, and it was unfortunate and everything, but one that really just kind of bummed me out. And I was actually a little bit kind of surprised when I realized that bummed me out. But um, I don't know if you remember when uh, Michael Clark Duncan died. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, the big mm-hmm. uh, black guy from Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember when I found out about that, that was in 2012. And I was just like, man, you know, it, it, it made me a little sad because I just remember him is seeming like, you know, in the movies he played and also in um, whenever you would see him in interviews or something like, he just seemed like such a nice guy. Yeah, such a genuine, like, kind person who, you know, was humble. He appreciated everything he had kind of thing. Yeah, so that one, that was a little bit of a one that stuck out to me. Um, But... uh saying in the movie genre another big one that happened was in uh 2013 was when paul walker died yeah i was actually thinking of paul walker when we were talking about heath ledger yeah i i put i i don't know why either but i kind of tie those two together for whatever reason i mean they were far enough apart but those two kind of you know make you think of the other yeah i mean they're both roughly like around the same age uh they both died while um, but, you know, before movies came out, you know, because he still had some of the Fast and the Furious movies, and yeah. you know they had to kind of like piece together, piece together bits that he did, and didn't they do like CGI or something of him? I'm not sure. I stopped. Movies? It was something like that. You know, I haven't watched the like the later later movies. Yeah. They did. I do remember the one that came out after he died. They did like a little tribute kind of thing to him at the end. It was mm-hmm. kind of like when they were kind of well, they had to kind of sign him off the show, so or the series. But yeah, that one was surprising um, because he was because of his age and kind of thing. So, um. But another movie, one that was more surprising, that was maybe the most surprising, uh, was Robin Williams. Yeah. 
because that was a year uh, after that in 2014. And that was just, for me, that was just one. And, and I don't know where I was exactly. I mean, I, I think I saw it on social media um, when I was just somewhere. But just, you know, somebody who's in comedy, who does so much with, you know, making jokes and making people smile and everything, going through uh, that situation with uh, depression and sadness and, you know, ultimately suicide and everything. So... Um, it was just, um, sad and, uh, shocking for that to happen that way. So, yeah, that was really shocking. Um, you know, I was never, it's funny because Robin Williams is really known for his comedy. I was never like a huge fan of his comedy, but I really respected his dramatic roles. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was really like an example of his like acting genius, I guess. Yeah. You know, his roles in Goodwill hunting, like one hour photo um, movies like that, you know, more than you know, some of his goofy. Yeah. That too. Um, I feel like those were more impressive to me than his, some of his goofy over the top um, comedic roles. Yeah. Well, he, I think, I mean, I know he did so much comedy and everything. I mean, he's probably one of the best things that he's known for is Mrs. Doubtfire. But I mean, like he just created the icon of the genie from Aladdin. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was like almost made for him. Um, So, yeah, but he just, I mean, he did, uh, that's one too, where he just did so much, so much. Um I don't even know how long the list of things in his career would be. I mean, it would be insane, but um, could do talk forever about the different roles that he's done. And uh, he is a multi-talented actor, like you were saying. So, mm-hmm. or was so. Um, anything more about Robin Williams before I go to uh, the next one? No, I don't think so. Move on to the next one. Uh, this one wasn't shocking or early or anything, but I just remember the big deal that it was. Um, and p- part of this too was that I had, um, I don't think at this time we did, maybe I can't remember if my grandfather li- still lived there or not at this time. Um, but uh, when Muhammad Ali passed mm-hmm. and how uh, big event and uh that was and everything i mean he was from louisville and my dad lived and was raised in louisville and um so i remember him talking about him and you know there was all this stuff down there about muhammad ali that i remember seeing before he passed and then when he passed it was such a huge thing i mean i can't remember all that they did but it was just it was huge it was one of those like huge long processions and they did so much i mean because he was such a big icon and everything but that's one uh celebrity passing that i know that i'll remember uh forever just because of how big of an ordeal that it was Um, yeah and he is one of those people that he was known all around the world yeah yeah, you know, it wasn't just part of an american american culture like if you would show someone a picture of muhammad ali you know, on the other side of the world, um, you know, like in Kazakhstan or something, they would know who that was. Yeah. They could tell you that that was Muhammad Ali. And that's, 
you know, when there's deaths like that, those are always really um, impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way of putting um, summing that up. So another one that happened in 2016 that, and I didn't realize that was that long ago. I mean, it seems well. Yeah, now we're talking like three, four years ago. Um, but when Carrie Fisher died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to mention her if you didn't. Okay. Um, that one. That one was a shock. I mean, again, kind of out of nowhere, and. Uh, because the Star Wars movie had just come out not too long ago. And, man, I can't remember if it happened right after I watched, like, the day after I watched the movie or if it happened the day before I watched the movie. So that was just kind of another one uh, Another one that just, was just totally out of the blue. So uh, what did you have on when that happened? Uh, I mean, that was a little similar to, uh, you know, Heath Ledger and Paul Walker as well because – they still had footage of her for the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the last Jedi. So they were able to use some of that, you know, after she passed away to keep her, you know, character around in that movie. Um, yeah, that was really surprising because, you know, I know she had some health issues with, um, you know, some substance abuse problems she had, you know, in the eighties and nineties. Um, you know, but from what I heard is that she started cleaning herself up and she was doing better and yeah, it was just, it was kind of a surprise. And then her mother passed away like a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. So just, that was, uh, kind of a crazy one. Cause it, well, exactly like you said, it was during filming and I mean, Star Wars kind of came and went and then it had the resurgence that it did and, um, it was kind of in the, yeah. Cause the last Jedi was the middle of the last trilogy. I think it was, I don't know. I'm sorry. I've been, yeah. I haven't been keeping up with movies since <laughs> kids, but anyways. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, back in the forefront and everything. And then she, uh, had her passing in 2016. So, uh, well, I don't, I, I didn't want to like take over the list and everything. What else do you have? Do you have any more or? <laughs> Yeah, I'll just name a couple quickly that we really didn't talk about. Um, and then that's, you know, that's all I got. Uh, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was yeah. a big deal, too. Another person who was an icon that everybody around the world knew who he was. Um, yeah, that was a you know, weird he had, one. That was a weird one. Um, there's, I feel like there's a little more in the story that, you know, we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that one's kind of open to interpretation of what's going on. Uh, you know, a couple more in music. Yeah, David Bowie. Okay, yep, I had a big him. Deal. Um, you know, just another like super famous musician. And don't forget um, acting. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, what was it? Um, the Labyrinth or yep. no? Yeah, 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 it's yeah Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just another like icon. Not even just music, just with like fashion and oh yeah, um, world world known and yeah, yeah, and just like the positive impact he had on the world and you know the things he did with charity and well, just all that. Um, 
you know, when, when George Harrison died, that was kind of a big deal too, um, for the Beatles. Oh, that yeah. was, in, that was in like, I think 2004 or right around there. Cause I remember I was still in high school at the time. Um, wow. I mean, be- the Beatles are probably, oh, sorry, the Beatles are probably like the most beloved American or not like, I guess they're not an American band, but you know, a huge impact on American music. Yeah. You know, even though they're from England, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know if you heard anytime... me. No, I didn't hear you. Two thousand one. Sorry, it was two thousand one. Wow. Yeah, man, I thought it was even later than that. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember when that happened. That was a huge deal too. And um, you know, we got had Lemmy for Motorhead. That happened right around the same time as David Bowie. Um, it was two big hits there and, you know, rock music. Um, and then, you know, just lately, uh, Neil Peart from, from Rush, the drummer from Rush, he just passed, passed away two oh, weeks yeah. ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously, you know, what we kind of talked about at the beginning of the episode is, you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant the other day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what stemmed this conversation. That, for sure, without a doubt, was the most shocking out of all of these. I mean, part of it is, you know, I've been, you know, like I said, I didn't really grow up with TV. I wasn't really as closely tied to things. But when I started watching sports um, more, that was the late 90s, early two, or early 2000s. And watching Detroit Pistons and they were playing against the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq and everything like that. So, um, I mean, I definitely had that um, uh, love-hate relationship with him because he was so talented and so good, uh, but you hated when your team had to play against them. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it was when it happened... Um, I, my wife was just like, Hey, did you hear Kobe Bryant died? And I was just like, what? I was just like, <laughs> I'm one That's of those. Gotta Kobe- be a hoax. Gotta- yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, okay, let me jump on Twitter. So I jumped on Twitter cause she, she's taking this off of Facebook. So I'm just like, okay, if it's on Facebook, it's been on Twitter for probably like at least an hour longer. Uh, if there's anything, um, truthful to and so i checked in i saw a couple things right away where they were just from secondhand sources but then i saw it from like tmz and whoever the main guy i can't remember who was uh who's kind of like the main person to break in and everything you know legit source and i was Mm -hmm. just like oh my gosh like total shock so yeah that it was kind of i guess funny is not really the right word um thing with that is when you texted me because you texted me at 257 mm-hmm. and told me that Kobe passed away my wife texted me at 258 <laughs> saying the exact same thing so you know I didn't really have to search that out I'm like okay two people are telling me that he died so obviously you know he did pass away mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean you know with you and I being the same age and, and yeah, I was really into the NBA for a while um, yeah, I watched him play quite a bit. 
I was never such, I was never really a big fan of his, but you know, I could respect his talent, how good he was. Um, I mean, with most guys that are that talented and that dominant in a sport, you know, their personalities might rub people the wrong way. Um, they always say you, you don't get to the top without stepping on a few people to get up there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of, it kind of is what it is from that standpoint, but yeah, you know, just, just sad. I mean, he was only 41. Is that what yeah, he was? I think so. Yeah. He was only 41 and his daughter was in the helicopter with him that crashed too. Yeah. And he, you know, he leaves behind a wife and two other daughters. So, yeah, just, you know, just sad. Um, um, yeah, just re- very sudden. Like, I didn't believe it at initially, like like you said you did. But, um, yeah, just really sad. Mm-hmm. Really sad and sudden. Yeah. And I, um, like, it was kind of crazy because everything happened at once then. Because then she told me that. I checked it. I said something to you. I said something to my brother-in-law. And then I was texting somebody already about something who's who's into sports. I mean, we don't really talk about sports a ton. But then mm-hmm. in the middle of the conversation, he's just like, "Did you, by the way, did you hear about this? Um, so, yeah, it was just like everywhere. And I mean, yeah, just so unexpected. So, um, man, there was something something else with that. But yeah, definitely, definitely right away. I thought it was like a hoax or like something that was misunderstood or something. There were a couple times in the people that we talked about that I thought maybe it was a hoax. Um, like when Paul Walker died, I wasn't sure about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was maybe some internet, uh, some dumb internet thing or something. But, uh, but yeah, that th- instantly I thought I, I thought it couldn't be true. So that was just, um. Yeah, and then everything you saw yesterday about what people were saying. Um, I mean, I going back to uh, just to touch on it a little bit. I mean, people are talking about how you know there's the generation that grew up. Whenever you were shooting, you always shouted Kobe. Yeah, and uh, so that's just a funny thing to remember that. But uh, I, the thing that I remember, just because it was a little different for me, I'm I'm not exactly. Well, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not the biggest guy. I'm I'm six three, but most of my friends are not even six foot. So whenever we play <laughs> basketball, I was always the big guy. I was never really a ball handler. So I whenever we'd play, it was always like somebody else would uh go around showing Kobe when they were shooting and I'd always try to be down low and like push people around and be like and then whenever I'd shoot, I'd be like Shaq and then usually I'd miss it. So <laughs> but uh yeah just like some of those things that you remember so um yeah kind of funny little things Mm -hmm. um yeah what i forgot to mention earlier um and he passed away late last year was uh eddie money oh yeah and i mean i knew he was sick for a while Uh, he had cancer and you know when he passed away it it was still kind of surprising to me and it was kind of sad because i actually got to meet him one time Oh yeah. Uh, we went to a concert um, in a small little town in a little theater with my my dad and my brother. And afterwards, they had like a meet and greet thing where everybody that was there got to go, you know, talk to him for a little bit, autograph if you want, take pictures or whatever. 
and you know he didn't like take any money from the pictures like if you took a picture with him then you, you know he paid the price and it went towards like boys and girls club or something like that so but you know just in the maybe like two minutes that we got to stop and talk to him he, you know he's a super nice guy really down to earth and just um really cared about what you had to say and you know you could tell he listened and he like was actively like trying to have a nice conversation with it because my brother was wearing a red wing shirt and you know he mentioned that he was a big hockey fan and he really liked watching the red wings back in the, the late 90s and how the he always thought the you know the russian five was a really cool thing that they had going on and you know how he got to go to a couple of the games and really enjoyed it. And it was just, he always signed an autograph for my dad and got to shake his hand. And, you know, it was just a, it was just a fond memory, I guess. Just, and, you know, it was just sad to hear that he was gone. Yeah. And another guy that was never really like appreciated, I guess, didn't get like, you know, cause he was huge in the seventies and eighties. And then his career still continued a little bit in the nineties, but he never got much recognition after that. And, you know, he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for all the hits he had. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really met anybody famous, so uh, never any experience with that. But the last the last one I got here, and this is kind of going backwards then a little bit, um, is uh, going back to 2018 then. Um, this one wasn't necessarily huge, but I just remember um, Dolores O'Riordan, the uh, singer for the Cranberries, Oh yeah, uh, really unexpected. Um, uh, died with the accidental drowning after um, during uh, while she was intoxicated. Um, mm-hmm. Was the story that came out? Um, but I just that one stood out to me just because um, I was always a huge fan of their song uh, "Zombie," and there were a couple other ones I would listen to. But uh, whenever I would go on road trips, and I went, I drove. Um, lots of road trips when I was in college, just going different places like South uh, Tennessee, Florida, out to Wisconsin, down to Ohio, different places. And so I was on the road a lot. And I remember Zombie was on one of the CDs I was listening to. And so I was really enjoyed it. And actually, I think I maybe had a CD of theirs. Yeah, actually, ironically enough, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I had a, a full CD of theirs. And... I, uh, during one of the road trips, I had a bad accident come, uh, just after I got back into the state of Michigan mm-hmm. and I took, every, uh, car got totaled, took everything with me. But the thing, uh, the one thing I remember specifically re- leaving or forgetting was that CD and the CD player, because either it was jammed or I just completely forgot about it when I left. Um, but yeah, that was kind of sad to hear about because I just, I mean, her iconic voice and everything and if anybody enjoyed their music i mean just uh she was a really talented uh serial musician so yeah and she died in a similar way as uh whitney houston too which is mm. another big death within our lifetime yeah oh when was that though uh, i don't remember off the top of my head oh, 2008 2012 Dang, I'm way off of these times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, um, I do remember the uh, the Whitney Houston one that did not come to the forefront of mine. But I think that's mo- uh, mostly. I mean, there were some other ones in there, and of course, to say by all means, us not mentioning someone is not to say like they were not famous or important or like we didn't care about their passing. Like these were just the ones that stuck out to us the most. Um, yeah, I mean, we had some notes of of like the most impactful ones that we remember and then, you know, just kind of flying from the seat of our pants here. So, you know, if we miss someone, it's not that we don't like them or we don't find that important. It's just, you know, maybe we just forgot about it. Yeah. Well, one that we both, you know, probably should have kind of mentioned maybe, uh, cause of what we've talked about with them is, uh, Patrick Swayze. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about Swayze. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. But yeah, so pl- plenty of other people there. Those were just kind of like, I mean, so, some of them were for different uh, reasons and everything. Some of them were the young and unexpected, and some of them were just kind of like those big things that, you know, those memories that you won't be able to forget. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but definitely with everything that happened with kobe bryant and his daughter and then the other families that were um involved with the accident i mean truly tragic and sad and so um thoughts and prayers with uh everyone affected by that it's uh it was a weird day yesterday when all that uh was going on so mm-hmm. can't imagine <clears throat> but uh any anything else on the topic before we uh close things up no, I think we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. And we've uh we kind of talked about this conversation before um and so we talked about people who died or, or passed early in their careers and everything. So, it seemed like uh, uh it was on the forefront of our minds and things like that. So, we spoke about this this week. So, all right. Uh we'll we'll move forward then with uh our segments. I had a little delay there because I was having a hard time finding the buttons. Yeah, yeah. I can't see. Oh, man. All right. So, yep, we uh, we finished off the episodes with a uh, movie or TV suggestion. Or. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> All of a sudden, I, I saw something that confused me. Movie or TV suggestions. Um, so brought to you this week is oh man i should probably look up when this came out um actually a little bit ironically enough um this it's speaking uh speaking of early passings uh this movie was recommended to me wow um uh late 2000s by um no early 2010 area whatever um my boss who worked at who was one of the owners of a coffee shop i worked at in college recommended this movie to me and he uh he actually passed away like i believe it was three years ago now uh from a hit and run um yeah i remember when that happened yeah that was the uh i mean i know it's not like a celebrity thing but that that was uh 
probably the biggest out of the blue, hardest hitting passing uh, in my life. But um, he recommended this movie to me, and it came out in where's the date? Ninety four. There we go. Um, and I honestly, when I watched it, I was really kind of surprised. I'd never really heard about it before. Um, so this has Kevin Spacey and, uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher his name. Um, Frank Whaley, I believe I got the last name, right? Um, anyways, uh, Kevin Spacey, it's about, um, just the, business scene movie scene in Hollywood and how toxic it could be and how cutthroat and things like that. And Kevin Spacey is like evil Kevin Spacey, just (laughs) horrible, horrible and truly crazy um, to watch it and see, see it from beginning to end and just like, Kevin Spacey and his performance was just like spot on. Um, it's 7.1 on IMDb and 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but yeah, he, um, very, I'm trying to think of something else to compare it to, but yeah, just, uh, good performance and entertaining movie. Um, if you guys haven't seen that, I would recommend that. And yeah. Did you give the title of it? Swimming with Sharks. Did I not say that? I you didn't I say that. Oh, shut up. Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't? I said all that without saying the title? I don't think you did. I kept waiting for it. Either that or I spaced out because it's midnight. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't with looking at um, trying to look and read all that stuff. Like, I want to say stuff, but also I kind of want, like, it was just so good going into it with no real knowledge. So I don't really want to share too much because if somebody watches it for the first time, it's just so much to take in. Uh, But yeah, the title of the movie is Swimming with Sharks. Came out in 1994. So swimming, yeah, swimming with sharks. So that is your recommendation of the week. Rock. And to end things out, uh, we do our one-liners. And did you go first last time? I think I did. Okay, I I think so too. So I will go first. And I actually went ahead and took a quote from my movie recommendation. So this is uh, from Kevin Spacey, uh, character Buddy uh, Ackerman from Swimming with Sharks. And uh, like I said, he was very, uh, oh, very interesting character. So he, he said... You are nothing. If you were in my toilet, I wouldn't bother flushing it. My bath mat means more to me than you. <laughs> so that's uh, that gives you a little taste of the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, mine is from more of a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a comedy. Um, and it comes from 
Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I think is a very underappreciated movie. Uh, there's a scene where Dewey plays at his high school um, talent show. And he sings a song called Take My Hand. And the whole town gets in an uprage. And the preacher says to him, he's like, you think we don't know what you're talking about when you say take my hand? And Dewey says, what do you mean? It's about holding hands. Dewey's dad says, you watch your mouth. The preacher says, you know who's got hands? The devil. And he uses them for holding. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I watch that movie and hear that, that line about the devil having hands for holding just makes me crack up. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I think... Um... <laughs> just it's funny hearing those two in comparison i think each week we might need to find a subject or a category because <laughs> i was definitely going for insults and you definitely went the route of comedy so that's funny well it's funny i was thinking about that movie a lot lately because i read this article about how walk hard like ruined the movie like the music biopic movie for a few years mm. um you know, when it came out, it was, you know, they they marketed it, like, fairly well, I guess. But not, like, super well. And, you know, it was like a, like a box office bomb. And it, like, made no money. And it got, like, bad reviews and everything. But, you know, it has its fan base. And, you know, it's kind of a cult favorite. And, you know, they were just expecting way more out of it. And it was like a few years after that before any like actual like serious music biopics came out. And you know, those are starting to come back now with the success of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Gosh, and, I and still Rocket need to see Man, that. so I still need to see that. Yeah, so Walk Hard was kinda fresh in my mind and I don't know, it's one of the, the first quotes I always think of from that movie. Nice. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps everything up. We good? I am good. Okay. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't forget, uh, if you're uh, listening on a regular basis over the next while, we'll probably be having the name change. Well, uh, if you're in here enough listening, uh, you'll be kept up to speed on that. But we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and... Yeah, until next time, it's personal. Kobe. <laughs> Good one.